the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Disciples Pathway Ministries. Welcome to Disciples Pathway Ministries, a mobile ministry with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Disciples Pathway Ministry is a mobile ministry advancing the kingdom of God so that no one is left behind when Jesus Christ, our King of Kings, returns for His great church. Family, family, family is Minister Dion. It's such a pleasure, such a pleasure, such a pleasure to be here, to be at the table of God, to come in and to and to taste of Him and to know of Him and to be with you all. And God has laid something very, very special, very special out here for us. But before I get into all that, uh, my mother is not in today, but she does send you all her love. She's thinking about you guys. She's praying for you guys. She's wanting you guys to continue to be encouraged in the Lord, to continue to walk in the Lord and continue to keep your eyes to the hills and not be deterred, but remain steadfast. And I just want to put a, a emphasis on the season, you know, we're about to turn over into the, uh, into the uh, spring months here, into the summer months. And this message had been laid on my heart, maybe um, at the end of our uh, last harvest season and the spirit has just been generating thing after thing after thing concept after concept and again to emphasize the season God will always show us something in the natural that represents the supernatural he will always show us something in the natural that represents the supernatural for example in this in this season that, that we're coming into of spring and, and the preparation and anticipation for the summer and getting into the to the harvest and you know about summer how it's so vibracious and everybody's vacationing and to and fro and there's smiles up and down and all around. Well, God gave us these things because there is are, there are spiritual implications that we ought to be aware of when we're turning over into natural seasons as, as, as well as supernatural seasons. But before we get into it and, uh, and uncover it, I would like to pray for us. Father God, give us all that we need at this time in our world, Lord Jesus, to receive of you. Father God, forgive us of our sins and trespasses that we may come before you with a pure heart and a clear conscience, O oh God. Father God, I pray for the family that's out there, anybody who's struggling, anybody who's in need, anybody who has has need of an answer. Oh, Father God, I pray that you show yourself mighty in their lives. Father God, we pray to remove all distraction and anything, oh, Father God, that will hinder your word from going forth this day. Give us all knowledge, wisdom, bringing us all into understanding. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, again, family, as as I will continue, the inspiration for this message uh, the, is, is, again, the spirit has been unveiling 
some principles and in particular the principles of seed time and harvest for the Bible says in Genesis chapter 8 verses 22 as long as the earth endures seed time and harvest cold and heat summer and winter day and night will never cease so if you desire something that's lasting you must look to creation from the perspective of the creator to grab hold to the principles that have been established from the foundation of the earth our father who art in heaven hallowed be his name has rendered us answers throughout creation and my greatest hope that is by the end of this of this message series because it is indeed a series as we'll be unpacking a lot here that we will achieve or put into motion the God-given apparatus to be fruitful and multiply. Again, to achieve or put into motion the God-given apparatus to be fruitful and multiply. This is the system that God placed inside of man for him to function in such a way that executes his will from heaven on earth. We must acknowledge a parallel in what God commanded and what the Lord commissioned. Now, the great commission is that to go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything that I commanded you. This is simply an expansion of God's initial command unto man. Family is that to be fruitful and multiply. We're going to bring into play here a keynote scripture. And we've talked about this scripture at great lengths here at Disciple Pathway Ministries. But again, the spirit has unpacked even more and allowed us to go even deeper into this. Praise God. But that scripture is going to be. Galatians chapter 5 verses 22 through 26 and I'll briefly read here just so you may bookmark it for yourself but the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace long-suffering kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness self-control against such there is no law and those who are in crisis have crucified the flesh with his passions and desires if we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. So please, family, highlight that, bookmark that, and, and, and keep your thumb there, family, because this is the scripture is going to play throughout the series. But before we get into the the produce, the the, the fruit of the matter, we gotta start with the ground. Because before any seed can be planted, there must be a ground prepared. Before any root goes down, there has to be a ground prepared. Before any tree comes up and buds forth the fruit, the ground must be prepared. So, in prepare, and, and, and with, with the preparation of the ground, and as we lay the groundwork for this series, we have to go back to Genesis. We must go back to Genesis. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Let us make man in our image. So God created man in his own image. 
In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. So at the first of creation, when God pronounced man to come forth out of himself, his first his first command unto, unto man was to be fruitful and multiply. We again seen it with post-flood era. One of the first things, the first thing that God commanded Noah and the surviving of his children and family is to go be fruitful and multiply. And again, our Lord left us with the great commission to go and make disciples of all nations And as we just said, this is just an expansion. This is a revelation of what he initially gave us. That is to be fruitful and multiply. Family, this was not just about having children. Having children is the tangible result of a spiritual outcome. Moreover, it was about the multiplication of seed. That seed being that of his word and seed can only be multiplied during harvest seed can only be multiplied during an harvest that is an autumn or a fall season I looked at the word fall this means to take place or position There has to be a place and a position for a harvest and a seed to be multiplied as as that seed is found in the center of the fruit. When you cut a fruit down the middle, depending on what fruit that is, you will find a multiplication of seed. But again, the multiplication of seed is only going to be found at harvest in the center of the fruit. Of the harvest that is the produce the fruit it is why children are a reflection of their parents it is why a son goes searching for the reflection of his mother and a wife and a daughter goes searching for the reflection of her father and a husband the family is shaped by the principle of seed time and harvest family again as we continue to commune here in the garden God breathed into man, the Bible says, and he became a living being. This is why some of us are just existing, because you need a from God. Because once you get a from God, you will be living and not merely just existing. The body of man laid there lifeless, made of dirt. He existed. But it wasn't until he got a from God that he became living. This fancy word is called theobnustos. Theobnustos, which means a wind or a breath from God into the nasal cavity of Adam. And now that he has that from God, he has the environment of God for God to sow his seed. Or his word. 
Because God will not plant, write this down, family. God will not plant where there is no potential. God will not plant where there is no potential. If a seed is going to be an environment planted in a environment, that environment must be conducive for that seed to grow. Before any plant of the field was in the earth, the Bible says, before any plant of the field was in the earth and before any earth, any herb of the field had grown, for the Lord God had not caused it to rain on the earth and there was no man to till the ground. God would not plant anywhere where there's no potential. There would be no fruit anywhere where there's no potential. Now the last Adam has come. We know this. But God wouldn't have, God wasn't even going to move without the first Adam. Because man was God's potential to move in the earth. I don't want to go too deep into that, but man is God's potential to move into the earth. If here's how God set it up, family, just to break it down. In order for God to do anything in the earth, he needs a body. This is how he set it up. This is how he sovereignly set it up. That's why when Satan did what he did in the earth, he took over a snake. He took over the vessel of a snake. And we all kind of sit and wonder why God could have stopped all of this. He could have said no. He could have came and interceded. He could have interdicted what was going to happen. But he did not. Why not? Because God was not fixated in flesh. Satan was, which is why he was able to speak and sway and cause what he caused. And it seems as if God was standing idly by allowing it to all happen. Well, God had put his word into into Adam and Adam failed to deliver his word. But now we have Jesus, who is called the last Adam. Now this is the word made flesh. And now God can carry out his will. Now that the last Adam has come. All God will give us is an opportunity to produce a harvest. Now that the last Adam has come, all God will give us is an opportunity to produce a harvest. What are you saying, minister? I'll take you back to the parable of the sower. And we're going to talk about the, 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 the potential of the grounds that Jesus was talking about. There's the wayside. There's the rock. There's the, the thorns. And then there was the good ground. Now, we know that the seed that was spread by the wayside was the seed where people heard the enemy came immediately and snatched it out. The seed by the rock was the people who heard and they felt good at the moment. They were joyous and rejoicing at the moment. But as soon as temptation came, they fell away. We know that the seed that fell amongst the thorns is the ones who hear the word, but the desires of life, the cares of life, the, and the riches of life came and choked the seed, so it brought no fruit. And yet the good ground, once the seed fell, it produced, it produced a crop a hundredfold, the Bible says. So here we are with these 
potential grounds. The seed, the same seed, nothing changed about the seed. The seed had potential to do what it what it was what is designed to do in all these places. And all these places were given the same opportunity by the faithful sower. But the wayside was out of position. It wasn't even in the field of play. The rock was stuck in a disposition because it was all about what made me feel good. I wanted, I want, I wanted that first moment that you were there. But when it comes to walking in the things of God, you're not going to get that first initial moment. You're not going to get that first initial uh, uh, joy. We all that's that's what that's what get us so caught up in church, and we go miss, and we miss a lot of things because we're looking for this romantic. This ro- this romantic thing with God. We want to hoop and holler and shout and talk about prosperity and blessing. Oh, I'm highly favored. But when it comes to walking with God in your everyday life, when you're not feeling like that, will you still call on me? Brother Job said, even though he slayed me, even though he slayed me, yet still will I. And then the thorn ground stood at a Opposition. Because thorns and thistles and things like that standing against the potential of the seed. Riches, desires, and pleasure always challenging gyro on the altar. Because you think that job is going to provide for you. Because you think that opportunity is going to provide for you. You think when you get there or you get this education or you think that those things are going to provide for you. But there's only one who can. There's only one who will. There is only one whose provision is everlasting. And then there was the good ground. So the wayside stood out of position. The rock was stuck in disposition. The thorn stand, stand stood at opposition, but the good ground was provision. The good ground was provision and potentiated. Because before the seed gets there, the field must be sanctified or set aside. The Bible said that that garden was planted in the garden was planted eastward in Eden. It was sanctified. It was carved out. It was set aside for what God was about to do. Unlike the wayside that was out of position before the seed gets there. The set aside field must have an irrigation system in place. The word winter means wet season. A season of wetness that preceded the spring or the harvest. The Bible says a mist went up and God withheld rain. The irrigation system is to be established upon the arrival of man. God will always put provision in place before he put the seed in place. This is unlike the disposition field who lacked moisture, the Bible says, who lacked moisture in the, 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 the moisture capacity. Thus, it dried up at the root and the seed was not even able to take root. In the field of the rock. Before the seed gets there to the field that was set aside and now is well watered, a man must stand as the keeper. Back in the day of competitive agricultural societies, some would go to the field of others and plant weeds to hinder the harvest. 
So unlike the thorny and weedy field that got choked by desires and cares and riches, a true tiller must stand guard over the harvest of his heart. I mean, the harvest of his field. (laughs) Because that's all the field is, is our heart. That's, again, God showing us through creation, spiritual revelation. I had to ask the question, so why did woman come when she came? As God prepared the field for man, he had to prepare a man by the field. When God prepared the field for man, he took man and prepared him in the field. And now, with all that preparation, I'll now give you an opportunity. That opportunity was called a woman. Now take these same principles that you've seen and heard in the field and apply it to this woman. So that when you plant your seed inside of her, (laughs) it's the reason why they're called offspring. Because just as a harvest comes off of a spring season, so do our children come off of a spring season. That's why the Bible never talks about how God taught Adam how to be a husband. All he taught him how to do was till a field. Because if you could take these same principles and till this field, take them and apply them to the field of your wife, to the heart of your wife, and you will have a heart. You will have a harvest. That just, that just broke some change. That just brought some husbands into some understanding right there. Seed time and harvest is fixated in the family. It's fixated all around us. If these principles do not flow efficiently and effectively, we are not fruitful, nor will we multiply, nor do we yield any productivity. And that's all God wants. Because anytime he sends his word, he says, my word will not return to me void. My word shall not return to me void. The only reason we have an opportunity to ascend into the into heaven and not descend into the pit is because God is trying to get his word back into him. Which is as when we receive our Lord and Savior. We receive the Holy Spirit, which the spirit comes down in a seed form. And now when the spirit comes down in a seed form, God is overseeing it to make sure that it returns to him. But it does not return to him void. God does not want to return to him. He does not want what he sent to return to him how he sent it. I'm going to send you the seed. I'm going to send you the opportunity. All God will give us is an opportunity. I know we've we've churched it out and and expected God to work it all out. But no, we got to work it. As God is working it all out for the good of those who love him. All God will give us is an opportunity. All God will give us is a seed. And there's somebody out there that's been waiting for a word. You've been striving to and fro. You've been looking. You've been questioning, you've been knocking, you've been searching, you've been asking, and all you're waiting for is a seed. Well, family, the ground is being made ready even now. The heart is being made ready even now. 
The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. These fruits don't all come at once, family. And time has failed us, but this is the groundwork to how we're going to be yielding the fruits of the Spirit under the conditions that we need to bring them. But the field must be ready. Family, without further ado, I would like to extend an invitation unto salvation. If you have not already, please repeat this prayer after me. Lord, I am a sinner in need of a Savior. I believe you hung, bled, and died in my place. You, the Son of God, then rose and is now seated at the right hand of the Father. Lord Jesus, you are welcomed in this place of my heart. May your spirit never depart. Receive me as I receive you this day. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Until next time, family. One voice, I speak life. Thanks for listening to Disciples Pathway Ministries with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Thanks for your prayers and for your gifts to his great work of God. For booking and requests for services, look up Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook. That's Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.